coming to you live from Plug It Studios in beautiful Argo, Florida. We are keeping you plugged in with episode 365 of F5 Live, refreshing technology. Grayson. This week, Samsung won't pay the royalties. Twitch attracts some heat and fish after its changes. And Facebook surprisingly supports your privacy. Abort, abort. (laughs) Say Nick. Nick. Look at that. You had one job. A big, long delay. Read the script. (laughs) One job. There is only I one guess. line of text that is scripted in the whole hour show that we have. Yeah, and I uh, <laughs> decided meh, have to add the fish in there because Grayson. That's yeah, true. I do know one thing. I know that this show, this show, this show right here, this one here, this one right here is part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. I'm Nick and I'm Scott. We're here. We are, hey see there. Us. Hi there. You there? This is. F5 Live, our flagship show, believe it or not, on the Plugins Live family of content. This show right here airs Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time for about an hour. What? Did I miss something? Yeah. What did I miss? Wherever you are, thanks for doing Oh, yeah. That's cool. You went to part two. Yeah, let's just, you know, Grayson. Um... Wherever you may be, and however you may be accessing our show, whether it be Facebook, iTunes, Zune, F5Live.tv, the podcast play app available in the Windows Store right now, or on our apps, F5Live.tv slash apps, pick it up for WebOS, because that's an awesome thing, and of course, for all of the Windows devices that may exist in your world, it's free 99, the best free 99 you can spend on an app that gives you everything us, and that's what you need. Everything us. Go pick it up. Tell your friends to tell your friends to tell your friends to pick it up. Hmm. Plugitslive.com slash apps. Or, of course, on our new home at Livestream, the Tech Podcast Network Livestream. Thanks for making us part of your day. But, of course, there is one place you can go to get all of the content as it happens on your phone, computer, or tablet. And that's by going to F5Live.tv and clicking the subscribe buttons. On the right-hand side, audio, video, social, special events, etc. All there. And just posted yesterday. There's your etc. Now you've got two shows. I know. Why did it? The 3000 Brigade Podcast. What's that you say? I'll tell you. (laughs) 3000 Brigade Podcast is a podcast done by, you'll never guess, the 3000 Brigade. Huh. Well, look at that. People are like, who is the 3000 Brigade? I'm glad you asked that question as well. They're a group of they are a comedy troupe. There you go. That does a live-action Super Smash Brothers stage show, give or take once a year. I say give or take because one time they did it twice, and last year we didn't perform at all. It evens out. So, yes, on average, once per year. Um, it's a wonderful show. Uh, if you've not seen it, you should. Um, YouTube.com slash 3000Brigade, or if you're already on the site... On our site, over there, if you find the big red 3000 Brigade logo, underneath, there's a YouTube logo. And if you click yeah. on that, it'll take you right That's to it. That's how we roll. 
There's that. So go uh, check that out. So definitely go see the show and then uh, subscribe to the to their new podcast. They're going to talk about all through the preseason before their show uh, at MizuCon this year. They're going to talk about what it takes to create the show. It's not easy. It's not. It's months and months of work for something that they none of them get paid for. It's insane. I respect that hustle, which is why we would we were honored to host the podcast. Yes. Number one and number two have been working with them for I don't know how long ever. Yeah, years now. Years. So you know, go check that out. Subscribe, like, share, tweet. Many, many of them have Favorite. been on our show before. Retweet. <laughs> um, I think all in. About 15 of their 30 or so uh, cast and crew. There's been a lot. Have been through the show at some point or another. And then also in the background of our shows, occasionally there were, I think the whole cast has made its appearance. Uh, They're great people. So check out the podcast. It's on our website. And like I was saying before I jumped to the second part of the thing, the music's free. So last week, the, the second music freaked me out. Like, I had nightmares about it that night, so I'm not playing it tonight, and I forgot to change the song, so we're just going to leave it, because okay. I, I can't. It cr- I was up all night. Which, which song? The, um, the boop, 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 where it starts whispering in, like, Japanese. I can't, I couldn't do it. Okay. That's where we're at right now. Uh, <laughs> what? It's I creepy. didn't say anything. Like I said, this is our flagship show. Uh, show gets posted in studio quality sound. Between Sunday night and Monday morning for your drive to work, school, or what have you, it's amazing. That's an incentive. Consume that content as a zombie. Nom, nom, nom. And you can download it whenever you want and listen to it whenever you want, however you want, on all those platforms I mentioned. It's great. But there's an incentive for listening live, and that's the fact that you can chat with us live in the studio every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time by going to f5live.tv slash join us. Stay tuned in that chat room exclusive to our live listeners because if you're on YouTube, there, you know, it's not live. That's true. So it's not really, you know, it's not as fun. It's fun still. Go watch it. But, you know listen live we're talking about the pga tour championship winning Hmm. emmy nominated um live action theater broadcasted night no none of that none of that the amazing nightcap where we talk about random things it used to be just chatting with fans and whatever now we ask each other a random question uh, that we usually come up with before the show this week however is different it's coming from a 3000 Brigade member. It is, because that's how we do things. Nakia has texted in at 841. Starts at 9, so, you know, <laughs> it's enough time for us to prepare. He first texted in a question we did the week after he presented us on the show with the one before, which was, if you could pick an apocalypse to throw the world into, what would it be? And we were like, if you could survive any apocalypse, what would okay. it be? So almost the same. Sure. So I said, we got to try again, dude. He's like, that's crazy that we did that the week after. So the question is, if you could elect any cartoon character to be president, who would it be? Hmm. It's a good one. So that's for tonight. I can't wait. That's a good one. Hmm. Right? Yeah. That one's a thought provoker. It's, it's really fun. Nope. I'll leave that for... I'll leave that for the nightcap. Oh, you have a story. Okay. <laughs> I like stories. I have a feeling I know where the question came from. Oh, 
I saw something on Facebook earlier. Perfect. So that's <laughs> tonight's question. Tweet us on Twitter at Puckets Live. Oh. If you want to participate, you can use hashtag Nightcap. Follow us on Facebook, F5 Live, or Plugets Live Radio. Or, of course, on Google Plus slash Twitch, if that becomes a thing. Scary, because YouTube and Google and scary things. Um, Plugets Live over there. I don't know. Googleplus.com slash Twitch? I don't know. There's Did a I whole s- lot of <laughs> not making any sense. You've got fish on the brain. The, look, man, <laughs> Fish Plays Pokemon is annoying. It's horrible. I hate it because the game doesn't work. Not the game. The, the tracker doesn't work, and it's nonsense, and it's garbage, and that person probably uses Apple products. And <laughs> why? And yet, we had it on here in the studio for two hours uh, before the show. Terrible. And we shouted at it a we lot. did shout at it. As if what the I fish do. could hear us. But it can't. We tapped on the screen. We no, had it. You tapped on the screen, and it worked. It worked. It didn't. It, I had okay, it up on the big screen back here, and several times I tapped on the screen, and the fish would go to that spot. So whatever. What a terrible, terrible thing. It really is. All right, you know what's not terrible? Tech news. We got that for you tonight. Let's do this thing. This week's Nifty Gifties on F5 Live. Hey, Scott, they are nifty. They're nifty They're Gifties. rally powered by the Microsoft Store and, of course, Office 365. Everything in one place, Office 365, now comes with, get this, get this, one terabyte of OneDrive storage, all for your photos, videos, documents, or whatever it is you really want to put on there. The world, the Azure cloud service is your oyster. It's crazy having a full terabyte of secure, reliable, and consistent cloud storage. It's quite amazing. I use it all the time. Prices start at $6.99 a month. And of course, you can get all of those deals at F5Live.tv slash Microsoft. We'll stay in the Microsoft realm here because that's what we do. So we've talked about this on the show a couple times. Microsoft loves Android. <laughs> in a very strange way they love it so much that they get paid from it basically the big four manufacturers who make android products have to pay a royalty every time a handset sells and they pay that royalty to microsoft it's pretty yeah, great yeah first motorola is kind of the exception uh, at least in the fact that they pay royalties but only when the court tells them they have to uh, they've been in litigation with microsoft since 2010 over this but the rest of them, LG, HTC, and Samsung, have kind of played along. That is until last fall when Samsung decided that they're not going to pay royalties either. Kind of. Right. <laughs> they actually decided that they weren't going to pay late payments <laughs> yep. on the royalties that they had paid. <laughs> they say that after Microsoft's announcement about acquiring Nokia... That is a breach of contract for any Android royalties that they may have to pay or any late fees associated with those royalties and patent licenses and all that stuff. It's very interesting. It seems like the acquisition of another company would not change (laughs) the rules set out by your patents. Now... This may confuse some of you because Microsoft and Samsung are best buds, and they are. They play golf together. They hang out. They have tea. They, they watch fish play Pokemon. It's amazing. 
they shout at the televisions together. Right. So it was it was with deep regret that Microsoft had to file this federal case in Manhattan. Even they took to the blog to even talk about that and said, we don't take lightly filing a legal action, especially against the company with which we've enjoyed a long and productive partnership. So they've tried to poke the bear a little bit and say, mm-hmm. hey, 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 money over here. And Samsung's like, nah, we're OK. Google's doing it. We'll do it, too. This kind of sets a, it could set a precedence for the other companies to do the same thing. Be like, hey, you bought Nokia. We're not going to pay. I think you mean Lenovo. <laughs> they Lenovo. own Motorola. Ah, that's true. Not Google anymore. That's that's what I meant. <laughs> I'm always stuck in that one. I didn't mean to do that. Good call. So, yeah. What does this lead to? I don't know. Uh, it makes sense that Samsung may not want to pay any late fees or any future royalties based on the fact that they've quadrupled their sales in the past year of Android shipments sent out or Android handsets sent out. And that they don't really want to mess with Android all that much anymore. There's that. There's an interesting balancing act there. But up until now, they've all agreed to the fees. But now LG and HTC could turn around and go, we're not going to do this either. But Samsung. <laughs> but Samsung did it. If Samsung jumped off the bridge, would you guys jump <laughs> off the bridge too? Yes. yes. <laughs> if Samsung jumped off a bridge, <laughs> LG and HTC would follow right suit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this is disruptive. We're doing it. Trendsetters right there at Hash. Samsung. Yeah, man. That's... that's <laughs> Oh, that's terrible, but probably accurate. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. This this lawsuit was just filed over the weekend on Friday. So Friday's a weekend in Manhattan. It's a four-day work week in New York. You didn't know? They all have bagels and locks in Times Square on Fridays. Everyone. A- the look on Abram's face <laughs> seems to suggest that he mostly agrees. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I know. I've seen this. I've been there. <laughs> so we'll have to see what happens if samsung responds on uh, tomorrow on tomorrow on tomorrow that's accurate right sure if on tomorrow they respond no it's like on live <laughs> it's on live it's not unrecorded so we'll let you know that's what we will do we promise to you that again we will follow suit with another lawsuit follow suit yeah we will follow Follow up follow up with another lawsuit there you go words look if a fish attracts four thousand viewers on twitch i don't need to speak good anymore (laughs) you make me sad i is that new no all right then you're just stating things at this point oh yes fish annoy me that's what I say about that. This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by Kraos. And their Meteor smartwatch. Customize it how you want. Different size and colors of bands. If you are anything like me and don't like to wear a watch, you can wear it as a... Oh, look at you not wearing a watch. It broke. Oh, no. You can wear it like a stopwatch. Oh, what is happening? Sound hear, came back. I heard double. <laughs> you wear it like a stopwatch around your neck. You can wear it like a pedometer on your hip, however you want to wear it. And, of course, it has all of the notification capabilities and health features that would come to expect from a smartwatch. 
You can order yours right now by going to f5live.tv slash meteor. That music means that it's time for the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide, Abram Pilch. Abram, are you there? Yes! Excellent. I, I love that I've given him the music in his headset temp- just five or six seconds of it. He amps up, man. <laughs> his his segments have never been better for the past, since the past three weeks when I've given the music. It's, it's been amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I use. It's sort of like, uh, it's like my Enter Sandman. I'm cool with that. That's good. We can't, yeah. we, we would be uh, shut down as a business if we tried to give you that song, though. I mean, no, I, su- I understand. I suppose I, mean, I can like that. It's like what that. I mean. I could For play me. the the royalty free version on my side and then give him a different feed. <laughs> I could do that. If if that gets you from a ten no, no, to this, a forty three, this, this is better. I said this is my entertainment, so it's okay. actually better because it's it's like that was for Mariano Rivera. This is for me. Enter Pilchman. That's what we're doing. Exactly. All right. I'm cool with all of this, Mr. Pilchman. This is his <laughs> Hollywood name. Oh my gosh, Mr. Pilchman. <laughs> this this is what it's come to. Two years, three years of working with this guy on air. Now he's Mr. Pilchman. <laughs> he requires. Uh, uh, craft services in his dressing room and <laughs> yeah, green M&M's taken I out. I need craft services in order to be widescreen. Otherwise, I have to be four by three. No. That's uh, because that's you got to pay Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, oh my goodness. No doubt. Give them your contacts, Avram, before we begin tonight. So, uh, you get, so <laughs> I'm the online editorial director for Tom'sGuide.com and LaptopMag.com. You can read all my articles there and the articles of my wonderful colleagues. Uh, and, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at GeekInChief. And as last week, I will ask anyone who has any ideas for better decor behind me that's more appropriate for tech uh, to send them to, to, to tweet at me uh, because I'm going to be getting a new home office soon and I need ideas. Yeah, I think one of the things I got last week was a tweet from one of my friends. Who uh, who plays with me on the NHL online league that I play in, and we occasionally play Minecraft together? He said that we should make a Minecraft artwork of your face and put it behind you. I love it. I love it. I think we need to do that. Pixel art. That's what we got to do. A pixelated art piece in Minecraft of Avram Pilch of the Pilch Man. I love it. One of my one of my idols, Will Smith, not the actor, but Will Smith, uh, who who runs Tested.com, uh, has a Minecraft of himself as his Twitter, this Twitter handle. So that would uh, that would be kind of cool. Uh, speaking of things that are cool, uh, we did a little piece, bit of research in the last few weeks, and we got to publish it this week. We've been waiting for some final results before rolling this out, but. Uh, we found out through our battery test that one of the four major carriers actually provides significantly better battery life than the others. It turns out that T-Mobile gets significantly more battery life on the same phone across a number of different phones we tested and even across a number of years of testing uh it gets significantly longer battery life than it's than verizon sprint or at&t in pretty much every case that we tested for example 
The T-Mobile version of the Samsung Galaxy S5 lasted 10 hours and 57 minutes on our test. Uh, the Sprint version lasted 8 hours and 34 minutes, AT&T 9 hours and 28 minutes, and Verizon 7 hours and 30 minutes. That means it was over 3 hours longer than Verizon, and it was over an hour and it was about an hour and a half longer than its nearest competitor in AT&T for that phone. Now, now so, a lot of people are going to ask uh, for those who aren't as tech savvy, why is that? Why is T-Mobile outlasting say for instance AT&T which uses the same type of uh, of technology inside their phone? Right. So that's still a little bit of a mystery. We have some theories. We talked to T-Mobile. T-Mobile uh, really emphasized to us that uh, they said to us in a statement that, uh, you know, they work really hard with their OEM partners to optimize battery performance and they, uh, you know, don't have as much crapware as other carriers. I'm not actually sure if that's always true because they have some pretty, they have some pretty egregious crapware as well. Maybe a little bit less crapware than others, but still eh, pretty egregious. Um you know, it's likely the likely cause of it is the T-Mobile network, uh, either through the band that they're using, or maybe they just don't have as many users on the tower, so they're able to give a stronger signal. Uh, is that is probably the reason for what we experienced? Now we've been experiencing these numbers for years, and we always talked about doing an article, but we always said. Wow, this is kind of hard to believe. It must just be us. It must just be this phone. But when we look back over three years of tests, we found that the average T-Mobile phone did significantly longer, uh, longer than others. Over the last 36 months of testing, the average T-Mobile phone that we battery tested lasted seven hours and 26 minutes, nearly an hour longer than Sprint, which was number two, and AT&T and Verizon with 631 and 6326. Now, Sprint uh, came out ahead uh, for... If you're doing an average overall of our phones, it's not 100% fair because a lot of Sprint phones were 3G over the last three years. So the phone-to-phone comparisons when we're comparing the same phone on multiple carriers are what people should look at. And uh, in our article, we show a number of the leading phones, of Galaxy S5, HTC One M8, Galaxy S4, and HTC One M7 across all four major carriers. T-Mobile always wins. Uh, and just in case you thought it was New York, New Jersey, where we've tested, we sent uh, the Galaxy 4, Galaxy S5 phones out to Chicago, and we also saw a gap in Chicago where T-Mobile was ahead of its nearest competitor by by 50 minutes uh, and other competitors by an hour, two or three. So uh, T-Mobile has done better. You know, it's done better regardless of the location, and it's done better regardless of the phone. Um, you know, we've got some interesting comments from readers saying, well, maybe you guys should try and get a phone that has universal radio, although I, I don't know of a phone that will actually get signals from all four carriers. We could get one that could do, I guess, AT&T and, and T-Mobile together uh, and try that. Um, you know, we may go out and do some more tests, but you know, going back over historical data and over just a lot of phones, we're seeing a very consistent trend for T-Mobile. That does not mean that T-Mobile is necessarily the best carrier for everyone. Uh, 
T-Mobile uh, has some pretty good deals, but not everybody gets a good T-Mobile signal. A good friend of mine was over here the other day visiting, and he said that in Westchester, where he was staying, he couldn't get a T-Mobile signal at all. So, uh, you know, your carrier very much depends on where you are and what who has a good signal there. We found the T-Mobile's LTE speeds have been pretty good, uh, but it really depends on the city. Here in New York, Verizon by far had the fastest speeds. Uh, Sprint by far had the slowest, and AT&T uh, took number two. Um, so... It's not necessarily the case that, that you should definitely get T-Mobile, but uh, our research says that, uh, surprisingly, they consistently get better, better battery life even when everybody's on uh, LTE. Now, to just to put this in some perspective, I got here on my phone a copy of the Laptop Mag battery test. We call it Laptop Mag Battery Informant. Um, this is a test which I developed a few years ago. It might be a little hard to see because of the bright light. Uh, and what it does is uh, we set the brightness to a fixed 150 nits on these phones. Uh, and then we start it. And what it does is it just starts to uh, surf the web, visiting new, a new site every 60 seconds and logging the time. And we do that with all the other radios turned off uh, so that nothing else is interfering, no background data, uh, things like that to interfere with the test. And we make sure we have at least three, probably four bars of service to do it. So that's that's our test. If you were to test under a different circumstance that was not as dependent on the signal, like you know, offline video um, play, or gameplay or something, you might get different results. But uh, what we're seeing on our test is uh, a win for T-Mobile. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean there are many ways that you can improve your battery life, no matter what your carrier is. Uh, you could, you know, the obvious things still stand out years after we have years after the smartphone revolution. Turning your brightness down as much as humanly possible will help you. We set it to 150 nits, which is about 40-50% on a lot of phones, uh, but you could probably get away with setting a lot of people setting their phone all the way to the lowest possible brightness and still be able to see just fine. But you got to turn off automatic brightness to do that or else it'll just adjust. You want to tur turn off any extra radios that you have on like Bluetooth, NFC, or GPS if you're not using them at the time. Uh, a lot of phones have a power saving mode. You want to turn that on. If you can live without, these are trade-offs. If you can live without it, if you turn off background data uh, so that your apps are not syncing in the background to get your email, to get your Facebook, uh, or only some of them are syncing, that will save you. Uh, just as logging out of instant messaging apps, which have to stay connected, will save you. Um, of course, if you have a Samsung phone or any other phone that has a removable battery, uh, you would definitely be well served to buy an extended battery. Uh, I bought one for my phone. Yeah, it looks a bit thicker, but for $25, I now get one from 10 to 20 hours of, on, on our battery test. I think that's well worth it. Um, finally, obviously, this isn't easy to do, but if you can get reverse color apps or change your background to black so you have uh, white on black so that there's fewer um, bright pixels on the screen, uh, you'll, you'll save a little bit there. Very cool stuff. It is pretty compelling to see that T-Mobile seems to be the number one guy as far as battery life is concerned. But like you mentioned, there is a, 
they could be your mileage may vary depending on where you are if you're in an area that has amazing sprint service and no t-mobile access then you may have two hours of battery life on that t-mobile trying to roam to get a signal so uh you have to kind of take this with a grain of salt but it does stand a lot uh to know that it works in new york city t-mobile is succeeding in new york city which is kind of insane to think about and Chicago, and Chicago, we got the same results in Chicago. Right. So, you know, they're hitting the major cities. Whether they're hitting your anyone's particular area, even if it's a suburb of a major city, right? Uh, that's to be determined. Uh, you know, you got to fig- you got to figure that out on your own as you're shopping for a carrier. Very cool stuff, Avram. That that is an interesting report, and I appreciate you bringing it on the show. Uh, where can they go? Where can our our wonderful viewers and, and listeners go to get more interesting stories? So you can read the full report with all the results if you go to laptopmag.com, where you can see all of our mobile coverage, and then all of our coverage of desktop, gaming, and uh, other non-mobile stuff. Uh, check out tomsguide.com, and check me out on Twitter at Chief. And make sure you tweet Avram uh, with ideas for new decor. And if it beats the Minecraft pixel art, we will have to, to make that a thing. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I have a whole bunch of ideas. I would love people to give me theirs, whether it's having some get some old worn out gadgets behind me or some posters that would be unique. Uh, I'm all for that. Great stuff as always, Avram, and we look forward to talking with you next week. Next week. This week's Extra Life on F5 Live is proudly powered by Origin by Electronic Arts. EA, that is, if you haven't heard about Origin yet, it's time you get yourself acclimated to what I think is the greatest digital gaming platform out there right now. Why is that, you ask? Just like you asked about the 3000 Brigade, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) It's because... EA Origin offers things that nobody else offers right now, specifically Game Time, a weekend where a AAA title is free to you. Titanfall, Battlefield 4, all in that in that Game Time. You download the game over the weekend, but you don't just have the weekend to play it. You can actually play it when you want to. And they've done it even better, Scott. You now get seven days nice. of gameplay. Seven whole days when you want. So if you haven't started a previous trial, do you get the you seven? You still get seven days. Wow. It's incredible. Seven full days to try a AAA title, $60, $70 for the game to make sure you like it. And if you do end up buying it and you don't like it, EA's Great Game Guarantee says you can get your money back. Something you won't need to get a refund for, though, is The Sims 4, coming to you on September 2nd. Smarter Sims, Weirder Stories, The Sims 4, Digital Deluxe. Scott is having to fight to not take out his debit card right now. I found out there's no pools. I'm pretty well done. You liked pools? Yes. That was your thing? Yeah, they're a great way to kill Sims. Get them to go swimming and take out the ladder. See how long they can tread water. That's what The Sims is for. Oh. I've been playing Sims wrong this whole time, apparently. Huh. I was trying to make families. Nah, put them in a shed, take out the doors. I've done that. Put and, in a fireplace. And put up windows and just to watch yeah. them. Put a fireplace. Suffer. 
or one of the cheap stoves. You can do that with The Sims 2. The whole pack is available for free right now. Yes, it is. On Origin by EA. But don't take my word for it. Go check it out yourself and harass some Sims at F5Live.tv slash Origin. That's good. I, f I learned a new thing about you today. That's what the game is for. It, okay. I mean, cool, man. I was if you don't believe me, you can go watch other people <laughs> torture Sims on Twitch. Is that all they do? Torture Sims? Just torture Sims. Well, I mean, fish also play Pokemon. <laughs> oh, they torture humans. It's different. <laughs> they, they do. In, in a weird way. Yeah. It is emotional <laughs> in a way that it should not be. Oh, Twitch. All right. So, speaking of Twitch, when Google picked them up, in June. Uh, Still air quotes on that. We knew that it was not going to go well. At no. least we knew yeah. that it was not going to go well. I think because, we were the only two. Because Thomas. Google. Google doesn't seem to do anything exactly the way you would expect or right. So we predicted that Google would quickly... Uh, put their policies down on top of Twitch. Yep. And they have. This week, Twitch we announced right. a whole collection of new um, features. <laughs> um, which I believe is what they called them in the blog post. What they are is limitations on the service that never existed before. Start with the good news. Yes. So, as a Twitch streamer, you now have the ability to directly export your your live stream to YouTube. Perfect. That's nice. YouTube's a great way to find um, non-Twitch viewers. Uh, a lot of people that are not hardcore gamers but are looking for game-related videos, playthroughs, and things like that go to YouTube looking for those videos. So... Hooray, a direct export of your once live video to YouTube. Great new feature. However, it comes with a bit of a kick in the pants. And that is that your recorded videos, your on-demand stuff, will now only live on Twitch's servers for 14 days. Kind of sucks. Unless you're, unless you're a paid subscriber in which case it'll be 60 but your paid still has a time limit on it so thank god you have the ability to export to youtube because you're not going to be able to keep it on twitch anymore right people are up in arms about this and when you know youtube picked up twitch now you have your live and your dvr mm -hmm. to me it makes sense it is frustrating but it makes sense and as long as there's a go between from, it, it can work Google's perspective, it makes sense. Yep. But what it's going to do is it's going to fragment the ecosystem. Twitch people go to Twitch to look for video game videos. It's, it's just what happens. Um, and so if you have a home for your live and a different home for your, your on-demand... I think that's going to cause a problem. But, of course, Google is the master of fractured ecosystems. So, right. <laughs> and if you need an example of that, Android. Uh, Got that right. 
That's that's been a conversation dating back to 2010. Yep. Um, but I, I, from Google's perspective, I understand how it happened, but from the real world, I don't. It's it's certainly Google once again not understanding the customer base of the thing they just bought. As always. It's what they, they do. They don't ever understand what they buy. They put themselves on what they buy. Why has it been successful? Leave it alone. That's why. <sighs> now, unless they say previous streams now found on YouTube and they list them on Twitch, that could be a thing. It would mitigate a lot of issues. It would just, you click on it, opens in a new tab. You watch the thing. Same usernames, if applicable, and life is fine. Every Everybody could be happy. Mayhaps. There is some other good news, but though. But it never feels like that's going to be yeah, the way it's it, going to go. Yeah, it's my brain. Good news. Videos now have the ability to be muted, but not by you. So if you're like us and you've ever done a live on-location <laughs> event, yeah. there's always noise in the background. Always. And uh, we have had the pleasure of having our audio muted on several occasions. Yep. In YouTube videos because there's background music playing that was out of our control. So video goes away. Hooray. Well, luckily now Twitch has the same annoyance. Um, only recorded videos. Which are only there for two months. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> for for most people. Yeah. It's only going to be two weeks. Um, the If there's copyrighted music in your video... Which it's a video game video, so there will be. Um, your video will be muted. To be fair, I am okay with this on a certain level. And that level is those who wish to use copyrighted music full on as the way to monetize. Yes. That bothers me to no end. It's not background ambient music. It's not just because it was in the background, not just because I was playing a video game. It's legit playing this song because a user requested it. That bothers me. But we suffer. We've had our music, our, our, like you said, our videos turned off when I can't control what's happening in the background. And that's not the purpose I'm there. I'm right. there to talk about whatever's happening. And there's something you're, going on in the background. You're in a suite talking to a sound company about the quality of their cables. <laughs> yep. And the video gets muted because there's music in the background of a booth about sound <laughs> right that some people get lost in the shuffle it's an ex uh, acceptable expense except a casualty yeah uh, so, thomas in the chat room is saying that uh fallout 3 specifically is getting muted right now um my guess is that the whole soundtrack is probably uh, listed as copyrighted yep. by the publisher. And so any sound that comes out of the game triggers the copyright protection. But for live, you're it's still It's not good. the first time that that's happened nope. either. Um, YouTube has had that problem in the past. And since it's the exact same technology, obviously Google is implementing Google's technology. Um, it's the radio in Fallout. Okay. That makes sense. Um because it's Google implementing Google's technology, of course, it's going to work like YouTube. Um, so this isn't the first time we've seen this. And uh, obviously, it won't be the last because now 
the home for video game videos is under Google's management. People are upset. People are threatening to leave. We've seen this before. YouTubers threatened to leave after the comments thing where you had to be registered on Google Plus. And guess where they're at? Still on YouTube. Vimeo. Or Vimeo. A, a lot of people went to Vimeo. Or they disabled their comments. I mean, there's... there's, Which did the opposite of what Google was trying to do. A lot of people will complain. Some will leave. Some will stay. Same thing will happen here. Yeah, live is good. So yes, if you're on live, they, they have made it from the chat room. They've made it very clear that live will not be affected by this, mostly because they can't. The technology doesn't work for that. Well, YouTube Live shut me down once for copyrighted music unintentional. Really? I got shut down. I got flagged, and I was given sixty seconds to correct. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. Um, Why were you using? For the watch. simulation league that I'm in, we were trying some stuff out. Oh, terrible! It was it was great for nine people to all get on a on a hangout and do a live thing, and I didn't have to use Skype okay. and like video and stuff. So it, it worked out for what the purpose was. But at any rate, it says you have 60 seconds to comply, or we shut you down. I'm like, oh my gosh! It's like the red button. It's like someone pushed the red button. Interesting. Self-destruct. Last I'd heard, they still didn't have that working. Yeah, we got. I, I don't know. They, they didn't shut me down. I turned off music, but you know, that's life. Thomas has been streaming twelve hours a day. Good for you, Thomas. Yikes, that's a yeah. lot of streaming. You got to be <laughs> careful. At some point, you get tired and possibly drown. Yep, don't drown, Thomas. Don't, don't drown. So we will have to see what happens next. If a competitor like Hitbox or, or Vimeo or uh, Glitch Stream. Uh, Ustream, Livestream, there are, all, there are so, a lot of options out there. So so there's there's a couple of things that's interesting. The, the last thing that's happening is that uh, Justin TV is being shut down. Yep. Um, which is where the company started. Um, it has had several uh, lives. <laughs> it started out as a 24-hour uh, live stream reality show and changed i justine who we used to broadcast with on uh on um uh talk Talk show yeah um who still promoted on talk show got her start there ironically justine.tv because it was appropriate um but then it became kind of what it is today and then not what it is today because it's not anything today um but it was also used for pirated TV and stuff like that, which was a problem for them. Uh, but it's it's gone effective immediately. It's gone. Uh, they posted a farewell video and they posted it to Vimeo. Huh. They did not post it to YouTube, who now owns their company. They posted it on Vimeo. I kind of like that. I do, that, too. Because Vimeo is a much better platform than YouTube. <laughs> this will be interesting. We said it before. This will change the market. It will. We don't know how yet. Uh, probably by a dozen competitors coming up from the ashes of Twitch. And it'll be fun to see it. I can't wait. This week's News from the Tubes and F5 Live is probably powered by Riff Tracks. Make fun of movies. <laughs> or let the professionals do it for you because, you know, that's... What they do for a living. The guys who used to do Mystery Science Theater 3000 are back and doing what they do best, making fun of movies from blockbusters to Godzilla. Godzilla! 
they've got a little bit of everything. The way it normally works is for three or four dollars, you download the MP3, play it along with your DVD, Netflix, Amazon, wherever the video happens to exist, and laugh and, and laugh, laugh and, and laugh. laugh. From time to time, they shake things up and they do a live event. They've got one coming up this week. The 14th and 17th, they've got Godzilla. Godzilla! Wonderful. And not just any Godzilla, it's the Matthew Broderick 1990s. Oh, bad one. And it will be wonderful. Um, It'll be broadcast live on the 14th to theaters nationwide, and on the 17th, it will be a rebroadcast of the live event. To find out what theaters are broadcasting it, to find out where we're going to be, contact us, but to to find out what theaters are broadcasting it, to purchase tickets, or to purchase the regular videos, you can go to f5live.tv slash... Riff Tracks with an X. I can't wait for Godzilla. Godzilla! (laughs) That one was weird. The voice... You went a little odd on it. Yeah. And laugh. Speaking of odd, Facebook and privacy. Not at all the way you expect. No, they don't have... things is not like the other. They don't have new privacy, uh, a new privacy policy. They haven't accidentally leaked usernames and passwords. Nothing Facebook normal. (laughs) In this particular case, um, Facebook is trying to protect your privacy. I know. I know. It sounds like a joke. Hold on. Facebook's changed. Hit the panic button. Right? (laughs) 60 seconds to abandon. (laughs) Or Facebook had shut down. Um, Done. Huh. (laughs) Closing my account. Sit here and now. (laughs) All right. So uh, last year, they had a warrant to turn over information about 381 members. Those members ranged from, as described by them, high schoolers to grandmothers in New York and the rest of the United States. Now, that's not uncommon for them to get data requests. It's unusual on that scale, but it's not unusual for them to get data requests from law enforcement or whoever. Uh, What is unusual is the gag order that came along with this. They were not allowed to inform the 381 users that their information had been requested and handed over. Not cool. Because it was a warrant. They couldn't uh, really fight it. So Facebook took issue with this because a lot of information was requested. Um, Photos, chat history, um, general user profile data, a lot of information was requested. Out of those 381 users, 62 of them were charged in a disability fraud case. Now that still leaves almost 320 people who had not done anything wrong, whose information was turned over to law enforcement, who still do not know that they are the 319 people affected by this, whose photos were just handed over to somebody to look through. Creepy. That's super weird. Yeah. So Facebook has taken issue with this and uh, took it to court, saying that the gag order in particular... um, 
took this from just a normal data request into a breach of the Fourth Amendment. Now, the Fourth Amendment says uh, protects you from um, unreasonable search and seizure. Not ever knowing <laughs> that your personal information has essentially been stolen from you is unreasonable. I would say so. That That is a safe assumption. At least in Facebook's opinion, um, that's an unreasonable search. You should at least know. It's like the cops coming into your house while you're gone, looking through your stuff, and then leaving. And then not Just telling like you. locking the door when they go. Yeah, not like UPS was here. No, not like that. Just nothing. Leaving it exactly how they found it. And putting up a webcam. That's craziness. Facebook's not the only one who agrees on this. The New York Civil Liberties Union and the American Civil Liberties Union have both um, filed on behalf of Facebook, um, along with a lot of internet companies. Big ones. Uh, Dropbox, Foursquare, Google, LinkedIn, uh, Yelp. Microsoft, Yelp. Yelp and Google are never on the same team. Never. And in this case, they are. Uh, Twitter's in there, too. Twitter is supporting Facebook. They are, like, one and two competitors. Yep. Facebook bought Instagram because they heard a rumor that Twitter was in talks. And they just dropped a bill. They, it didn't matter. <laughs> they technically broke the law to purchase Instagram because they did it during their pre-IPO quiet period. They technically broke the law because they heard a rumor Twitter might have talked to somebody at Instagram <laughs> about how rainy it was outside. And they were like, buying it! And so they put down over a billion dollars kind of illegally. And Twitter is like, yeah, we agree with Facebook. <laughs> it, it takes something really truly special Okay. To get those two on the same for page. For Dropbox to agree. A company that... For Dropbox to agree with anybody ever. A company that owns your data when you upload it without telling you and can repurpose it and profit from it without paying you agreed that, hey, we should probably tell these people that we're going to be doing these things. Right. <laughs> At least let them know that the cops asked. <laughs> So this is insane. So Facebook took it to court and said, here's the thing. We don't want to turn over the data. Maybe the warrants shouldn't be so big and sweeping. But if the warrants are going to be big and sweeping like this, where they're just like throwing a casting net into the water and hoping to pull back something. Uh, if they're going to do this, we have to tell the users it's not fair it's unconstitutional and the court said you're absolutely wrong get out which makes you slam your head on a uh, keyboard indeed so obviously they have appealed it that is where all of these organizations have come in the fact that everybody but law enforcement seems to agree at this point, that they are the custodians of the information, not the owners of the information. It's not a public records request right. here. And so because they're they're simply the custodians of the information, it is their responsibility to let the users know that there's their information has been taken. Right. Um because if a hacker had come in and they didn't tell the world, they'd be in jail. Right. 
Exactly. So why is law enforcement different? Oh, because it's law enforcement. No, no. not how that works. Uh, so it's it's in appeals right now. Everybody seems to be supporting it, which is a good good situation to be in. Um, my guess is that the ruling will go the other way this time. It'll go in in favor of Facebook, and we won't have any more wide cast sweeping. 319 people's information being taken silently for zero reason. I need information on everyone who's ever looked into how to jailbreak an iPhone. Right. Ever. Ever. Anybody who's ever used used the word jailbreak in Facebook chat. Right. I need that. I mean, our information would be taken because we've written articles about it. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) That's no good. And we wouldn't know about it. Yeah. Which is also not good. In this case, ignorance is not bliss, no. is what we're saying. Yes. This week's DRM not included on F5 Live is probably powered by Xbox Music. If you can't get enough music to have muted on your Twitch stream, Sharknet! Threw all kinds of stuff together. Having fun with this promo tonight. Um, you need music. You listen to music all the time. I know you do. I do. Uh, Xbox Music is a great way to stream unlimited music and download unlimited music for only $9.99 a month. But if you're like me, and again, you use it all the time, it's probably better to just purchase a block up front. $99.90, 10 months worth of payments will get you 12 months worth of service. And it doesn't matter what platform you have, whether it be Windows Phone, Windows 8, Xbox One, Xbox 360, iOS, Android. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You can use the service with Juno. both streaming. Juno? The Juno. internet service? Yeah, I mean, if you've got a browser, if you're using IE, you're good to go there, too. <laughs> and you can get that special deal and find out more about Xbox Music by going to f5live.tv slash Xbox Music. I want to take a second here. Okay. I want to say something. Time's up. Um, someone mentioned in our chat room, f5live.tv slash join us. One of our great, great listeners, Juan, said to the topic we just talked about, don't add incriminating evidence in social media. That's not the point here, though. There's that. Nobody should ever do that. It's true. But 319 innocent people's information was taken right. without their permission or notification. That is the problem I yeah. have. I don't so, care if so. If, if in, in this particular case, the 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 case that was being researched had to do with um, disability fraud, right? So the the government was looking into people on disability, possibly uh, workers' comp, since that's uh, kind of in the same realm. And so there were a bunch of people that they either suspected or had mentioned a word in a chat at some point. And unrelated, like like I mentioned, the us writing about, hey Scott, our firewall's disabled. Oh, disability. Right, exactly. That, that kind of thing. So, so three hundred nineteen people had their information taken for having done absolutely nothing, and they were not informed of it. At least the other sixty-two were 
sued. They get what they, yeah, they, they get what's <laughs> but, coming to them but for 319 people had their information taken without their consent, without their uh, being informed and for zero reason. Yes, because the problem here isn't that they caught 62 people. Good. I'm glad. Fine. I'm glad they did that. But you can't say, give me everyone ever who's talked about marijuana. Right. And then we're going to go arrest 100 people out of the 4 million we grabbed in information. That's not right. Right. Because, again, we'd be screwed. We've written. Because we used to do a 420 show. Right. (laughs) Just as a comedy thing, we did it. Yes. But... Our inf- again, our, our information under these rules, my guess is everything we've ever posted ever has been taken several times. Oh, of course. If I had to guess, because we say weird things because we're writing articles. And so I think it's a great way for law enforcement to be able to look into and harass the press. But that's a different topic. I agree with you. So that's the point here is it's not the incriminating evidence. Yes, don't do that. Don't be stupid if yeah, you've done of course. something wrong. In fact, I... Uh, I speak, I have spoken at a couple of schools in uh, in our area about how to not be stupid on social media. Um, so, yes, absolutely, don't be stupid on social media, but if you're getting caught up in a, in a net, a net yeah. for a word that you used. Out of context, could be. Yeah, you don't it's know. a little NSAE. And it bothers me. So, so I just wanted to clarify. Yep. Real quick here, we got a couple minutes. Let's talk media. All right, uh, we all know who CBS is, right? They have the probably the fourth place network. They're the T-Mobile of television. They're the un un unbroadcaster. <laughs> good. And indeed, they are. They're shaking things up in a T-Mobile kind of a way. Um, they're going to be the first major over-the-air broadcaster to create direct-to-internet content in a major way. Yes, Heroes had uh, webisodes, a whole, actually a whole series um, that was characters that weren't on the show. Um, the Office did a lot of things on Hulu+. Plus. Several miniseries. Um, yeah. They did... Uh, Angela and Oscar had a whole like eight episode. They were only six minutes, but they were a little eight uh, eight episode mini thing between the two of them. Um, but nobody's done. None of the big four have done Netflix or Hulu style full content, and CBS is apparently going to do just that. Now, there's a couple of weird things about this. The first is, let's talk about Hulu, right? Because we talk about Hulu a lot. We know Hulu. Absolutely. Hulu is owned by three companies. News Corp, which is Fox. Comcast, which is NBC. And Disney, which is ABC. You might recognize, recognize those names. As the other three major broadcasters, CBS is missing from that collection. But kind of. Because you can you can go search for the Big Bang Theory on Hulu, but it'll take you to CBS. And you'll be directed to CBS's website. So the content is <laughs> but, curated, but they don't own. They are <laughs> they not own. owners yeah. in Hulu, nor are they owners in obviously Amazon or Netflix. Right. So are they ta- or Redbox because that's Verizon? Are they talking about creating a competitor? No. 
No, in fact, they are not. They are talking about um, creating original content for those existing platforms. This is the new version of straight to DVD, essentially. Absolutely. That movie creators, Paramount, would put out a videotape. Disney. Yeah, put out a videotape to everyone. Aladdin 4, Jafar goes to the eye doctor. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> number one or number two? No, stop there it. There you go. <laughs> but it's the same thing. So CBS is taking the route of we're going to create content, original content in our house and send it to everyone. Right. Not one person. Now, this is not new for CBS. Um, they produce content for Showtime and the CW. The CW is a little special because it's a 50% ownership. I think they actually own Showtime, too. Um, but they also produce for other cable networks um, and other broadcasters. Yep. They produce content for ABC, for example. <laughs> Um, and it's not unusual to see CBS's logo at the end of an NBC show. Right. So they they are already familiar with producing top quality products for not them. Yep. So expanding their distribution network seems like no big deal. I'm all for this. I am too, especially as... The, the era of appointment television, as Avram calls it, is coming to a close. They are, I commend CBS because they are the first guys that get digital syndication. Or at least are not afraid to research it. Okay, fair enough, yeah. I don't necessarily have any proof that they understand it yet. But they are trying. But they're certainly not afraid to experiment with it. They're going to try. Which is fine. And... I'm perfectly okay with that. This is exactly what we've been harping on for a year of digital company, yeah. of broadcasters not getting internet. The, the big four in particular. Yeah. They because don't. they own and operate the majority of television. Um, the big four plus probably add in Time Warner, which, which owns Turner and things like that, which could become part of Comcast and therefore be NBC. But... For right now, we'll say the big five, adding Turner in there. Um, they just do not get it. Turner's probably the closest. Yeah, they, they the TBS app, and you could interact, second show, like all that uh, the, stuff. Is the fact that everything from uh, John Stewart and Stephen Colbert goes to the internet yep. like that night. Like Their yeah. rules are even less strict than Hulu's rules. But for, for a company now to go and say, hey... It makes sense not to have our show on one platform out of the 10 popular ones. Right. What a concept. Not That's the thing. They're not going to go exclusive. Um, they're going to produce content. They want to produce content that would be available anywhere. Because, you know, I have three of the four. But I'm not the normal case. Um My guess is a lot of students probably have Amazon Prime, but they don't necessarily know that they get the video for free with that. Um, Most people seem to have have Netflix. Um, Some might have Hulu. Right. But even I don't have all four. Even I don't have Redbox. Now, that's just because it's not mature enough yet. But they'll get there. But when stuff goes exclusive one way or another, it limits your audience. And with with this progressive thinking, CBS is trying not to limit their audience in a really wonderful way. Especially when, if you take Hulu out of the out of the contest here, because they're a different animal. 
with Netflix, Amazon, and Redbox. Those guys don't own much or any of the content that's on their network until the original programming owned none of the content on their network. So why have something exclusive when you don't benefit from that? Share the Big Bang Theory to 1,700 different outlets and justify you paying them a million dollars an episode. Do these things. But in this particular case, we're talking about not the Big Bang Theory. Right. We're talking about new stuff that's going to be internet only. Yeah, which is exciting. That's even more important that you diversify that content. Exactly. Unless you are Netflix or Amazon. Right. If you create something in-house for your own digital platform, then yeah, you might want to hold on to that. And then... Here we go. Netflix is offering uh, House of Cards on Redbox. It's insane. I don't... They're doing it too now. Yeah, so even even Netflix is starting to understand the benefits of diversifying. Because there's a thing, and it's so weird that they didn't get this until now-ish. There's a thing called licensing. And when you license something out, you get buttloads of money. You can. You You can. And if you don't, you don't get any of those buttloads. So why wouldn't you source it to the Joe Schmo down the road that wants to put it on DVD? Source it to everyone. Uh, (laughs) You've got to have some brand integrity. Okay. (laughs) But source it to anyone who's a player. Source it to Yahoo Video. I mean, put it out there. And so another great example of this, um, where we've seen another industry learn this lesson seemingly the hard way is the uh, the cellular market it used to be that a handset was exclusive to a carrier and uh especially the big flagship ones were super exclusive to a carrier iphone <coughs> absolutely that <coughs> the iphone was a great example being exclusive to at&t um they had shopped it to verizon first uh it ended up on AT&T, but either way, it was going to be an exclusive. Um, and at some point, uh, Apple realized, wait, that was dumb. We have people who aren't purchasing it because they don't want to leave Verizon. Why are we not on Verizon? Now, it still took them several years before they got on T-Mobile, but my guess is that's a different... That probably comes down to the brand integrity and thing uh, until John Lazier took over, in which now... They have a particular brand, and it works for them. Uh, but it's the same concept. Yeah. Going exclusive is not a success. Look at the HTC One M8. It's available on all four. Yep. M7, available on all four. Galaxy devices on most carriers. Some rendition of it is on most carriers. Same uh, thing. The the S5, 4, and 3 on all four carriers. Yeah, putting yourself out there and even go to mobile apps, the apps who that aren't on a certain platform suffer. There are countless apps I will not support because I cannot download them mm-hmm. on my Windows phone. Yep. Missing, what, 30% worldwide. Something like, I don't know, the Mark shares anymore, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're missing out because it's exclusive to iPhone. Well, I'm not getting that app then, am I? And going exclusive to iPhone is the weirdest. Worst. Ex- at, at only 14% of the smartphone market, it makes even less yeah. sense to do that. Or exclusive to Android. Still, same concept. The money's not, you're not making any money from me, and I'm a potential consumer. Why? Yep. Doesn't make sense. So, 
Thank you, CBS. I commend you for doing something different in TV, which feels like we haven't done that since 1865. And all of the, all of, of all the networks, CBS. CBS cares, Scott. CBS cares. Is that their Twitter support name? No, it's something that they do actually uh, for charity. It's their charity line, CBS cares. Hmm. They have like all the celebrities do little 15 second things about whatever charity they're focused on for the quarter. And they insert them in the in the broadcasts uh, during commercials. It's actually really cool. Okay. CBS cares. Fun so fact. For that's them. the way they handle their uh, their required. Yeah. Uh, that's how they do it. Uh, public service time. Yeah, it's great stuff though. It's good. That's our show. Sure is. At 5live.tv, go subscribe on the right-hand side. Pick up our app, pluckitslive.com slash apps. It's free 99. We are exclusive, though. Well, no. We're webOS and Windows. We're not exclusive for any reason other than paying for the app stores There's that. is more than the revenue that would be generated There is from that. It. We're not Netflix. Right. We don't make a billion dollars a quarter. Right. The, the $100 a year for the, the Apple developer account just isn't worth it. Can I say this safely? If we net a million dollars a quarter, we will no longer be exclusive. Absolutely. Can I say that? Is that cool? Uh, yeah. All right. We'll make that promise. As, as soon as as soon as the, the money justifies <laughs> the payment, Microsoft gives us the developer account for free. HP gave us the development account for free. True. Apple and uh, Google want to give us developer accounts for free. I'll publish over there, too. That's a good point. It's not a big deal. Or the million dollars a quarter. I mean, I'll settle for either one. Absolutely. I can justify it. (laughs) Stay tuned for the nightcap where we're talking about cartoons, elections, and presidents. Oh, my. And you have a story, apparently. I do. So that's good. Uh, Many thanks to Avram Pilch, Mr. Pilchman himself. (laughs) He is becoming a bigger bigger than this show. We're not going to be able to contain him anymore. He, his contract comes up for renewal. Are we going to have to get a bigger TV? Is uh, that what you're Much saying? bigger TV, but he'll still be in 4x3. Uh, <laughs> but his contract comes up in December. He's going he's gonna to want so... Cost of living's gone up in New York City, man. That's why he's getting out of the... Going to the suburbs. I get it. But he's gonna want he's gonna want Manhattan Lower East Side money when he when he starts re- renegotiating here. Oh Got to talk goodness. to his son, his new agent, Pilchbook Mini. He's a tough negotiator. He only deals in cookies and milk. Mm. That's it. The, the occasional iPad app with cars on it. That's our show. F Five Live TV. <laughs> oh man, on behalf of the staff that's not here, I'm Nick and I'm Scott, and we will see you guys uh, next week. Ciao. Like food. Things like that. Not that kind of show. Godzilla.